Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Hello, welcome to this week's independent music podcast. We started with the woozy sounds of Bikuta Mani. He's a Filipino producer uh, based down in Naga City, in the south of the Philippines. And yeah, the track called Treasure, taken from his new EP called Sunday. It's out on Kind of Blue Records, who are a Taiwanese label. How about that for a starter? Yeah, so woozy, as you said. I am ready for an MC over that. You know, needed, uh, I don't know, Jeremiah J or something would have been killer. Yeah, it's funny. I'm a little bit hungover today. So a lot of my music is quite woozy, but I have been pulling it together over the last couple of days. So it's almost like past me really prepared for understood what you wanted exactly (laughs) even though this recording's been a little bit delayed by technical issues but anyway yeah uh, Bika Tumani translates as Victor Mock too he's like I say a producer from the Philippines it describes his music as instrumental short stories beats melodies with a lot of found sounds field recordings ambient sounds short random conversations uh, which sort of like give it this completely different feel and i was gonna say edge it's not really it's a very soft edge isn't not it? a lot of edge there exactly that was a all round bouncy ball yeah he's got a couple of other records out and about he's had four records on insert tapes which is a swedish tape label uh kimi no bachi last year kimi toboku in 2019 iterasai and also in 2019 and one called amoid in 2018 yeah apologies to any japanese speakers i think that is all in Japanese. But yeah, it's really, really cool. And Japan is a, a massive influence on him. It says, it says here that he makes short, lo-fi flavoured hip-hop beats inspired by old-school hip-hop beats, anime, and his deep love for the Japanese culture, which through the artwork you can see all of that. Nice, yeah. No, that was that was really grand. I'd love to see is that if he ends up collaborating with some MCs, I'm sure it would be killer. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm going to need you to have some proper bombastic music this week actually i was also gonna ease it in i was like i i I do have some bombastic music but not this one hit me with it this one is a track by a london-based artist called johnny halifax this time performing under johnny halifax invocation he's a guy who's been doing sort of blues influenced music i'd say very loosely for many many years in london a lot of sort of slide guitar swamp blues you know lap steel type stuff like all in a sort of lo-fi garagey punky that is sort of his corner of things he's got a new release here it's just a self-release that is up here on soundcloud under the name johnny halifax invocations called acid blues and rags it is also some laid back uh, woozy lap steel slide guitar rag action
there we go that is just the opening track track one is all i've got there's the title from it from johnny halifax invocation acid blues rags so as you see a sort of uh blues influenced indian style sitar drone ragger thing <laughs> yeah that's the best this description has to offer uh, that's what i've got listeners that's why you tune in every week that's it. and if you do want to support us uh, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast uh, tell me a little bit more about um, mr halifax that's nice i've been here in london certainly for a lot longer than me so you know i wouldn't be surprised if he's been here best part of 20 plus years playing in garage bands blues bands doing lots of solo stuff Johnny Halifax and the Howling Truth was it before. He was originally used to play solo under the name Honky Finger, sort of like stomping blues stuff. And, and now, yeah, I haven't heard from him in a little bit. And looks like he's been doing this. He's sort of uh, taken the uh, pace down a little bit with some, yeah, some reflective drone. Yeah, very droney as well. Sort of uh, somewhat traditional and also a bit experimental in there as well. On the subject of the Patreon, how's the votes going for the next Patreon Live special? It's a, a very good question that uh, you've put on me without giving me any time to prepare for it and actually finding out. Uh, oh my word, it is tight. It is tight. So as we're recording on Saturday, the 27th of February, it finishes while you're hearing this on the first end of the day, 1st of March. So if you're hearing this on Monday, do get on the Patreon and do the vote. We have in joint second place out of three. Norway and Poland, both on 13 votes. And in first place, we have Mexico on 14 votes. Wow, that is uh, that is tight stuff. Yeah, so we 40 people have had their say. There are... 116 or something yeah, patrons. So. exactly. So there are nearly 80 uncast votes. So if you are a patron of the podcast, firstly, thank you. And secondly, uh, go and have your say for the live show. Nice, yeah. I'd be very excited to get music together from any of those any of those countries. As we mentioned before, the live shows have been probably the best new thing for the podcast, really, in the last year or two. Doing these regular online live shows have been super fun. It's connected us with the most regular listeners in a way that we didn't have before. They really like it. We really like it. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> so if you want to join for that, the Patreon's the place. Certainly is. And yeah, we'll be featuring one of those countries. Looks like it's going to be Mexico, which means, yeah, I'll probably eat Mexican food if that's it. I'll put, my partner is half Polish, as you know, Anthony. And so actually, if Poland won, we would be having an excellent feast, mostly consisting <laughs> of vodka. <laughs> I have been to Polish night at your house, so I know how it goes. Yeah, you don't remember the day after, uh, for sure. <laughs> Only the pain that was caused by it. Anyway, speaking of uh, funerals, there's a band called Cop Funeral we played on the podcast back on 284 when they released Feel Something uh, via Already Dead Tapes. They now have a new split with a project called Final Cop. So Cop Funeral and Final Cop. Final Cop, in interestingly enough, is actually a side project of German Army. German Army are a duo that I like quite a lot. Uh, they're from California. They've released a couple of records on Discrepant, Faves of Ours. They've also released one on Crash Symbols. Uh, we haven't played them on the pod for ages, but we have played them a couple of times in the past. Yeah, Crash Symbols, good label. And go play uh, from the Cop Funeral side. This is a charity release. All the money is going to benefit an organization called Churla, C-H-I-R, LA, which is an LA-based organization working to advance human and civil rights of immigrants and refugees. And yeah, this record is a little gnarly. It's I was going to say, I'm expecting it to be gnarly. A little bit, but less so than previous cop funeral releases. And I'm going to play this track. It's called Out of Office.
There you go. Sounds a cop funeral. So not as gnarly as you anticipated, although there are certain not at all. There are certainly elements of the record that are a little bit. And just as a complete aside, because I just heard it, I am very much enjoying the field recordings aspect of this podcast because you've obviously got birds right outside where you're recording well, today. I shut the window to uh, make less coming in this way, but I do have another window open. I- is it enjoyable or should I shut it? Oh, no, I'm really... no. I was, okay, I, great. I will leave it open for our, our listeners. I mean, I love the birds. I'm here sitting in my lounge. We have an elder tree out the window. I have just refilled the bird feeder this afternoon, so the birds are extra excited. Yeah, I know my voice is permanently sarcastic, but it doesn't mean I'm always being sarcastic. So no, it is uh, very pleasant. It's one of the things I most enjoy about your podcast as well as the sound recording. Essentially, the recordings that aren't your voice, I love. Makes sense. I'm actually going to do a bonus episode, which is just it without me, like of like four of the episodes cut together of just the ambient sounds. The fourth episode we recorded last week is basically nearly all bird song at seven in the morning in our local woods. So should be quite nice. Yeah. You know, like a lot of podcasts, you join the Patreon and you get episodes where they cut out the adverts. Maybe if you do <laughs> for your Patreon, you just cut, Patreon, out your cut me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it might work. For this podcast, I think that could also be something <laughs> yeah, people go say, for. I think, I think we do have a few listeners he wouldn't mind that option as well yeah unfortunately a lot of my tracks are quite short this week so this music to chat ratio might be a bit uneven for some people but anyway cop funeral i make sure the chat is useful cop funeral out of office is the name of the track it's taken from their split with final cop it's uh, yeah released on already dead tapes a record label i came across last year and now check out pretty much everything they do because they release a lot of really interesting experimental music and as I said before, playing the track, all the money from sales that go towards Chile, an LA-based organization working to advance human and civil rights of immigrants and refugees. It does actually say in the blurb here, sonically, this split is a dynamic and unhinged mix of noise, electronica and psych, sure to soothe your cabin fever and simultaneously piss off the neighbors. Cool, yeah, I can uh, agree with that. Sounds like this podcast. I'm going to take you to a completely different style of music here. I'm going to go to Columbia for the latest release on Lorono Records. Uh, Gareth played a track from Agropation Chango in episode 303 back in November, so only three months ago. And I loved that tune, so I followed the label on Bandcamp, as you do, and got a new uh, release through this week, and I was really quite into it. And I want to play it for you here. It has certainly got a strong Afrobeat feel to it. But it's also definitely got the Colombian cumbia aspect to it as well, giving a really interesting fusion. It's a band called Bejuco, and this track is called Batea. Mucho usan herramienta yo, madula bureda de.
There we go. That is Batea. It is the title track from Bejuko, which is the debut album from them. So I'm guessing, no doubt, this is for people that have been making music for a long time in lots of different other projects, but trying to get my head around the press release, which is um, all in Spanish and has a lot of uh, press release waffle <laughs> about the record to try to get down to the important bits. The important bits I can find is it is Bejuko's debut album, mixing the sounds of um, the Colombian sound of bambuco with a Nigerian Afrobeat and to try to birth their own sound. And it's also mastered by Frank at Carvery Studios here in London, the guy who runs the Frito Records and used to uh, do all the pressing and mastering for my own Robo Elephant Records. Yeah, masters a lot of great music, does Frank. It is always nice to hear Cumbia out of Colombia that, or out of Bogota specifically, that isn't related to meridian brothers so oh, there's a lot more love, going on <laughs> yeah as much as we love uh meridian brothers and onda tropica and chapame el dedo and los piranhas and the Ron other Ron Pereira. there's always one i miss and it's always a different <laughs> one you know as much as we love those guys it is nice to hear some fresh sounds yeah, so to, to be honest, I don't really have too much else to give you on it, apart from Lorona Records is a killer record. I mean, I'm going to give you an example of here of what I'm getting on Google Translate. The hands of those who use it are marked by it. In the Pacific, the punt is not just any instrument made of fine wood, which is not damaged by anything. It yeah. is used to extract. Yeah, I mean, this is cool, you know, but this, this isn't going to give for us and our listeners too much important information about this album. It's nice that uh, PR nonsense transcends language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think that all you get is that the music is going to transcend any language to show you there's absolutely brilliant record. And you can find that on the band camp of Lorona Records, which is out of Bogota, Colombia. Yeah. So from little information from lots of words to little information from pretty much zero words. Uh, this is the latest from Moon Worshipper Records, a, a label we've played a little bit. I've waxed lyrical a lot of, about effluvium. I played on our best of last year as well, favourites of last year. Uh, I'm not really sure how the label operates. It sort of comes across as a bit more of a collective who then have sort of different projects that they sort of pull together a little bit ad hoc. I may be completely wrong with that, but that's the perception I get. This is from a project called Elminster. It's somewhat medieval in sound is uh, how I've described it here. But as with most Moon Worshipper releases, they are superbly layered. There's you know, sound load upon sound load upon sound that just creates this absolutely full-bodied musical experience, if that doesn't sound too wanky. Synthesizer LARPing is coming. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, so I think I think the main instrument on this is a mandolin, which I may be wrong, it is, but that's how it gets its medieval vibes. Anyway, the record of the cassette is called Mid-Level, and this is Elminster. track is called Dwarves of Citadel Abdar. <laughs>
there you have it. Sounds of Elminster, Dwarves of Citadel Ab- Abdar is the name of the track. It's taken from mid-level, the cassette released on Moon Worshipper Records. And just love the constant looping and building and developing. It reminds me a lot of a lot of music I used to see performed in maybe the mid-noughties, where solo performers looping things was very much all the rage around then. Yeah, no, no, I enjoyed that. I feel like after in the uh, last podcast, my uh, mispronunciation of Boran, which apparently doesn't have a D, it's not Bodron, it's Boran, you know, that uh, definitely fits in with the uh, medievalist uh, tones of that. Not that Throwing Snow's song has any musical similarities to that. Yes, and uh, very contemporary, but yeah, it just has the, yeah, you could imagine that being performed in a castle. Yeah, for sure. I apologize to all uh, our Celtic listeners for my uh, mispronunciation. We got comments on that, but not about the uh, four-line thing that I said at the end. I think everyone just turned off because you couldn't (laughs) pronounce uh, the name of an Irish drum. That makes sense. No, but that was cool. Do you know anything about the artist for that one? Uh, No, absolutely nothing. Like I was saying before, there's very little information uh, that Moon Worshipper put with their releases. I think, as I said, I think they're more like a collective of artists who sort of work together on projects and so i don't know if it's just uh the main guy at moon worship has sort of he did a solo record and was like this is what i'm going to call it or not but yeah they've got they've got a couple of great releases in the past you know fluvium i've mentioned before and yeah their blood tower and a couple of other ones as well nice one one of my absolute favorite albums of the last few years is big braves a gaze amongst them which came out in 2019 on Southern Lord Records. They came over and played for me at Raw Power that year. They were magnificent. And I've been looking forward to hearing new music for them ever since. And then I was absolutely delighted to get an email in my inbox saying that they have a new album coming. It's called Vital. It's coming out in some months also on Southern Lord Records. And the first single is available. It definitely is in the same tone and style of the previous record, but that is completely fine by me because their previous record is an absolute masterpiece. So more of that in my ears, direct to my veins, is absolutely perfect. So here's the first single from it, which is called Half Breed.
There we go, absolutely stunning stuff. Half Breed is the first single from Big Brave's fourth album coming out on Southern Lord. Yeah, what do you think of that? Fantastic. You know where that would be great, and I don't mean to rub it in, it would be great at raw power. Well, they did play last time, where they were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they are due to tour here for me playing at Electroworks in October, and we are getting more hopeful for gigs and all of that, but I don't know if it's going to be artists coming over from Canada just yet. But um, you never know. <laughs> yeah, we will see. But no, it reminded me a lot of my disco in a way. Yeah, well, they they played back to back on the main stage at Raw Power. And while I think the bands sound completely different, 100%. they have a very similar energy, if that makes sense. I think they, while not sounding similar, they definitely, I, I felt that when I put them next to each other at the festival, and it definitely worked out like that. Both are very intense, dark, claustrophobic kind of feeling yeah and intense that in, intense in a way and this might sound quite wanky but it's intense in a way that when there's the silence it's really powerful like so towards the end of that track obviously where there's those big long gaps the sort of the radio presenter heart attack gaps <laughs> you know where you could imagine that being live and the whole room being completely silent which i, I remember my disco did something similar at Royal yeah Power. Well, virtually pin drop quiet exactly and yeah just the acapella singing at the end just uh, so intimate as well yeah it's a wonderful record so when is that coming out that is coming out on the 23rd of april okay so not, not too far a, a little while we might be recording in the garden by that point well, let's hope so let's see and yeah so anything else you want to say about big brave that's about all i got then i will chat a little bit about this that i've got so i talked to a couple of weeks ago about how i've sort of been taking punts on more tapes and one tape label that gets quite a lot of good press in my sort of circles is one called shotter tapes the manchester label of tom boogism who's a producer has a show on nts I see these tapes and they never have digital with them, so I never get them. But now I have a tape player. I thought, well, I'm going to take a punt on this one. Big Scraps is an artist. I think he's from London. I'm not 100% certain on that. But he had a mixtape called Now That's What I Call Drill that came out last year and got uh, rave reviews and sold out very quickly and is quite expensive to buy on cassette if you want it now. So when the follow-up called Follow the Yellow Brick Road came out i thought well i'm going to nab that and see what all the fuss is about and it is fantastic it's pretty different to his last one or by all accounts and what it says here is a big scraps leads heavily into mid uh, noughties road rapid a crucial follow-up to now that's what i call drill throwing back to the era parallel to grime which birthed the likes of gigs and laid the groundwork for uk drill big scraps second mixtape burns through dozens of slow brooding bangers mostly produced and voiced south of the river in peckham and brixton and yeah so it's sort of these mixtape of old uk rap tracks i guess you could call it but it's all melded together in a way that works as one coherent whole there's not really gaps in there and you'll get that from this excerpt that I've picked out, this two-minute excerpt, where it starts very bluntly and ends very bluntly, but is definitely one whole piece within 45, 50 minutes per side of music. So 
Here it is, this is Big Scraps, excerpt from Follow the Yellow Brick Road. And I'm moving on the low yeah. Niggas better know when I roll And you're up done dirt on my own NRS, NRS Presumption should get shown when I feed you the chrome And you can say I'm the warlord You best retire from the game when you get zored You're not ready for the weapons that I got stored And I'ma ride till I die till I get bored Let me break it down into pieces Roll to the rave, all the girls say Jesus I'm a jacket Elvis, Jesus I'm the type of brother you need to bang to your speakers A zigzag strap will rearrange your features I'm sick to death with these damn rumours Had you cracked, tell me bullets, you gotta be ruthless I was back in 06, now I'm banging my sticks the convicts know where it is Ask Gary V, already knows I smashed it Stone Island jumper, Stone Island jeans Stone Island hat, everything's looking like crack Come on, little man, come and sign a contract. Come on, little man, take the stress off your back. It's big boy bullets, have to dump it on the track. Brother trying to set me up just to get the ratings up. As I said, blunt, start, finish. And you can hear this it's all mixing into the next track right then. And I can promise you the next bar or the next second in there is just like bang into the next one. And it is this unrelenting, choppered, screwed sort of... Uh, it describes it here as the bars are... Quote, the bar, trust the bars are murky as fuck. And I think that is, yeah, pretty spot on. And uh, Drill is quite renowned for its abrasive lyrics, should we say. And so the th- the themes of it are quite dark. And yeah, this tape goes into those areas and it's music that is a precursor to that scene that is obviously fairly sizable these days. Just, um, I just want to make sure I understand here. Is this a new release then? Or is this a cut together of classic noise road rap tunes, early noise? I think uh, classic is pushing it. Well, I, yeah, is, is it, it's older tunes put together in this mixtape rather than a new... Exactly. Exactly correct. Okay, cool. So yeah, and it's the same. And the, the now that's what I call drill was a compilation of drill tracks. I get it now. So didn't quite understand that. Yeah. So so, it, but I th- I'm not sure now that's what I call drill was. I think it was a mixtape which had some original stuff and other sort of things cut in from the scene. It's very hard to know because there is very little description of any of this anywhere. So who's the artist? So Big Scraps is uh, the name of the artist. That's who it's uh, put under, who is a MC, I believe, but very little internet presence. This whole stuff is very much non-digital. Yeah, just sort of out on tape, figure it out. Yeah, and it's just it's, like, we're going to release somebody else's music. <laughs> as long as it's not digital, no one's making any money. So yeah, so I mean, I can show you this because we've got, obviously got the webcam, but this is the cassette tape. Not a word of writing on it. <laughs> yeah, the, the closest you got is on the tape itself, where it just says, Big Scraps, follow the yellow brick road, shot a tapes 10. And that is it. That's all the information you're getting. There is a tiny bit of blurb on Boomcat, and that is it. You're not getting anything anywhere. No social media, no, none of it. So, yeah, you know way more than the average person now. Fine. Yeah, well, that, those were all my questions. So I hope I've answered them for you, listener, if you enjoyed the sound of that. Yeah, but cracking. It's uh, shot tapes all seem to sell out. I think they do them in super short runs. But yeah, worth getting your hands on some just if you want to explore a world of music that you may not necessarily be connected to through live performance or through being part of a scene. It seems to be a way in. And in a world where everything is really quite easy to access and really easy to get into certain types of music and understand them to a degree, there are still pockets in the world where it's pretty yeah yeah (laughs) yeah quote murky as fuck 
I want to play you some music also from Montreal. I'm moving around the world from Montreal to Montreal by a band that have been going for a long time, a cult underground experimental band, Fly Pan Am. They have done some brand new work for a modern dance performance. And this is them, yeah, sort of especially for that piece. And it's called Frontera. They're a band that I like a lot. They released an album last, I can't even remember what year, 2019 is going to be my guess. It was their first album in a long time. And now they're here doing music and playing shows again. And I think this is absolutely brilliant. And this is from Flyam's Frontera album, and it's called Scanner. It's Frontera is the album, and then it's by Fly Plan Am, and that is the first song from it, which is called Scanner. So if you imagine that with some contemporary dance done by the Animals of Distinction troupe who Fly Plan Am toured with, and that's the sort of album that came with it. Mm. Yeah, it, really interesting, really lovely music as well. It's uh, one of those podcasts where there's very minimal in the way of vocals. Yeah, that is true. Apart from the uh, sort of the the cumbia, well, the Afrobeat cumbia one, as a bit, bit of a standout there. Yeah, that's it. No, it's a really wonderful, and yeah, we've had quite a few soundtracks to dance performances. I remember Jay Lynn had one uh, with Forest Swords. 
Boris Swords, yeah, and, uh, and Sebastian Reynolds as well, I believe, has definitely done some uh, dance soundtracking as well. But uh, I mean, it makes perfect sense, you know, experimental music and dance. It's uh, should work together hand in glove. It says here, oscillating between tension and release, which is definitely like how I, how I felt listening to that. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything else you want to say? Off Piperland did four albums on Constellation uh, between the sort of mid '90s to the early noughties before um, you know breaking up or taking a long hiatus for what, 15 years, and then came back with an album in 2019 also on Constellation. And um, it's kind of a shame because they were going to tour all over with the new record, but that was scuppered. But it looks like in the meantime they've managed to do this record here, so we've got that to enjoy, and hopefully they'll be back on the road as soon as possible. Excellent. As part of uh, lockdown, I've been, I'd describe it as uh, widening my palate and appreciation of food and drink. Uh, I have done courses around cheese and I've recently finished one around wine. So when a wine-themed compilation from the ever-fabulous Hard Fist Records out of France (laughs) came across my lap, I was uh, ready to gobble that up like a good cab sad. not many labels that I think I would be like, it is acceptable to do this wine-themed compilation. But when it's Hard Fist, (laughs) in fact, most of the labels you've played uh, this week would be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you name your label Hard Fist, you pretty much got a free pass to do anything in my book. It's uh, probably the (laughs) finest label name. Fantastic artwork on this as well, sort of evoking sort of, you know, Dionysus or something along those lines. Yeah, they're good with their artwork generally uh, is the label. And they're pretty well known in sort of in podcast circles, in this podcast circle, of being like pretty much wall-to-wall bangers and like unrelentingness. But this record is way more mellow and way more considered, I would say. I'm going to play you a track from the Jordanian-born producer who lives in Lyon in France, uh, Shedi Cries. I'll just play the track and uh, you can judge it for yourself. But it's uh, it always it's one of those ones where it feels like it's going to kick in and just blow your face off at any point, but just never does. It is wonderful. It is called Sara.
the way it describes it in the blurb, it describes it as a short but deep cinematic trip into the landscape of the wonderful desert of Wadi Rum, slow percussion and Bedouin flute are mixed with discreet 303 acid line for a perfect weeding between traditional organic instruments and machines. I think that sums it up really spot on. I think you were sort of biased by your sort of experiences with the label, thinking that it was going to kick off. I, did, I definitely didn't think that was ever going to drop. That was sort of like exactly sort of electronic ambient cinematic experience, I think sort of fits the bill pretty well. I reckon that'd be a really lovely opener to a set of pretty blistering noise, dance, techno, acid, house sort of thing. Well, you're definitely the better DJ of the two of us now, I reckon. So uh, I'm going to go with you there, mate. You've got it. And in fact, if Raw Power happens, I'd actually completely forgotten that you were the Saturday Night DJ until I was getting the poster edited. And it was like, Gareth Main. I was like, there he fucking is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm uh, obviously at the forefront of your thoughts uh, with that. <laughs> Always. <but> it is. <laughs> no, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. And like I mentioned on Twitter, it's a, you know, there's been some phenomenal music in the last 12 months. Either that's been released or i have discovered so yeah really looking forward to it uh yeah hopefully it happens but yeah shaddy craze is the name of the artist uh probably mispronounced so apologies for that name of the track is sara it's the opening track from the cosmic terrors compilation released on hard fist recordings out of france the whole record is really that vibe it's uh, very much sort of open improvised sort of that mix between traditional and uh, mechanical instrumentation it is a superb record as most that the label put out are right well that's about all we've got time for thank you so much for tuning in as per always we mentioned the patreon if you want to support us financially that's the place for it and you can join us for the live shows if you don't want to do that always appreciate nice reviews spreading the words to your friends anything like that do you have anything else you want to add no i'm still really hung over so i'm looking forward to going to bed (laughs) now even though it's mid-afternoon I am very hungry. All I've had is a fish finger sandwich, but it was a fantastic fish finger sandwich. <laughs> Recipe for Anthony's fish finger sandwich going up on the Patreon uh, next <laughs> week. <laughs> it's not got much to it, mate. Mayonnaise and hot sauce. There you go. Say, say it's a freebie. Freebie. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with an artist from Liverpool called Dialect. He has a new album called Under Between, uh, which is uh, coming out on Revenge International. I do have a, a, another record from him here, and I vaguely recall that I bought something else in the label. It might have actually been for a sword soundtracky thing or something. And then the label sent me an album with it as well, because they knew me from the podcast or other stuff. And um yeah, I've listened to it a few times and it's really good. But I think this track is absolutely fantastic. This is Under Between by Dialect, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye.
Someone, a dog, 